Good morning. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Hey, it's Monday. I want to bring in a line a friend of mine said recently that's Man, it's just been bouncing around my head lately. Pride tells us we can fix or even save a person, but only God does that. Pride tells us we can fix or save a person, that we can do that, but only God can do that. In Acts 17, Paul and Silas encounter mixed results. Some accept the gospel joyfully, others respond with disdain and jealousy. We see that a lot from the Jewish leaders in these towns that they go to as people convert to Christianity, to following Jesus There's often uh, disdain and jealousy that comes with that. Sometimes today we can be so sucked into the negatives that we forget to celebrate the positives. We forget to celebrate what God's doing because of one or two negative comments. We say things like, man, we went out to share the gospel but only got to talk to one person or two people. That's one more person thinking about Jesus today. That matters. God can use that. Paul and Silas aren't dissuaded by those who who don't accept Christ. They just keep moving. And that's helpful for us today because there will always be people who need Jesus. Let's pick it up in Acts 17, starting in verse 1. Now, when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul went in, as was his custom, and on three Sabbath days, he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I proclaim to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women. But the Jews were jealous, and taking some wicked men of the rabble, they formed a mob, set the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring them out to the crowd. And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brothers before the city authorities, shouting, These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. And Jason has received them, and they are all acting against the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, Jesus. And the people and the city authorities were disturbed when they heard these things. When they had taken money as security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. And after all that trouble, what do you think they did? Do you think they were dissuaded? Do you think they stopped? Do you think they were discouraged? Verse 10, the brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Who have you been trying to share Jesus with? Maybe you set your eyes on your coworkers or the other parents in your kid's class or teachers in the school. You don't think you've had success. Maybe you haven't defined what success would look like. There's no expiration on the Great Commission. There's no shrugging and saying, oh, well, I'm going to go home now. Jesus said, go and make disciples. But first, he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So go and make disciples. Your pride may tell you that you should be fixing people and you should be saving people. You should be having a bigger impact. But only God does those things and he does it according to his will, according to his time. We don't get to know his will and his time most of the time. I wish we did. It would make things a lot easier, believe me. It's up to us to put Jesus in as many people's minds as possible 
and let God put him in their hearts according to his time. So don't be discouraged. Your efforts matter. God will use them. I've often said maybe the next person gets to invite them to Jesus. Maybe it's the fifth person who gets to bring them to church and the tenth person gets to tell them the gospel story and it's the twentieth or thirtieth person in the chain gets to lead them in accepting Christ. And you don't know, when you talk to someone, you don't know where you fall in that chain. Maybe you're the first person and you're just cracking the surface. Maybe you're the 20th person and they're getting close and you get to lead them inch by inch toward the cross. So what about today? Who's next? Upon leaving Thessalonica, they set their eyes on somewhere else. They went to Berea and they started the process again. So who's next for you to tell about Jesus? Look around as you go about your day. See who God might be leading you to talk to. Pray about who God might be leading you to talk to. And don't worry about what you consider failure at the last conversation. Look forward to what God's going to do in the next one. Pray today about who he has you to talk to and what success looks like. Because a lot of times we think if we didn't get to pray with somebody to accept Christ, we consider that failure, and that's just not how it works. That's not what going and making disciples is about, because we don't get to know where we are in someone's walk toward Christ. We don't get to know the other moving pieces. We just get to know that God told us to be witnesses to Christ. Scripture tells us we are to be his witnesses. That's the meaning of our entire life. So as you go about your day, regardless of how the last conversation went, regardless of how the last person received or didn't receive the good news, that's not your problem. That's outside your control. Who's next? Where are you headed next? Who is God leading you to talk to next? And all you can do is obey that leadership. So that doesn't make it easy, but I hope it makes it simple. I hope it takes a little pressure off of you. And uh, I hope God's going to open those doors today for you to just put somebody in Jesus' mind and let God do the rest. Let me pray for you today. God, thank you for your power, for you giving us the words, for you giving us the tools to make your son known to the world. God, open doors for us today to do that and give us the courage, give us the boldness, give us the flexibility even to have those conversations today, God. We look forward to your results and your making disciples through us. Lord, thank you even for using us in the world around us. Give us the courage to obey your leaders, your leadership, God. We thank you for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.